Welcome y'all to the Black Hoof Saloon, a Wild West Exodus podcast. Mosey on up to the bar and get yourself a bottle of fire water or a glass of sarsaparilla and listen to some good old yarns about adventures of law dogs, outlaws, and weird creatures. So set a spell, water your ride or your rider, and get ready to tune up your posses. This is the Black Hoof Saloon. Howdy, howdy, all you buckaroos. That's right, we're going back to the beginning. This is Eric here, and we are back. I'm back with Tom and Brian. How are you guys doing? It's been a little while, right? Yeah, how you been? Doing doing good. I'm actually fairly busy with everything being shut down. I, I don't know how that is. I think it's, you know, being a male person that we didn't even get a break in anything. So I was going to say, everybody else shut down and you ramped up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) 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 but we're back. We kind of took a little bit of break in the summertime and it's, it has been a while. Um, our little break turned into a pandemic break and then it turned into us learning new technology and just being busy in general. And, getting yep. uh, our schedules to sync up again. But I think with the, the weather changing a little bit, we're doing less outside work because I don't care about the yard right now. <laughs> well, for me, it's the kids going back to school. I don't have to teach my kids crap anymore. That's true. I, it, yeah, you were homeschooling. So that yeah, was in the spring. a big distraction. Yep. I didn't uh, have that. My, my daughter went Lucky. off to college, so I've been running back and forth you know, making sure get, she got settled correctly. And then a hurricane. Yeah. The, you had, uh, you had more than yeah. normal say, people's uh, disasters happening by you. Right. Yeah. We got like two different big scares. And so, yeah, we brought her home and then had to take her back. So a couple of my weekends got, you know, kind of spent in the car. Yeah. Driving across our nation. <laughs> no, just, just Texas to Louisiana. And there's always those couple of nights where we plan to do uh, record, but I fall asleep. That doesn't help. <laughs> Old man. Yeah, I wasn't going to rat you out there. You know. <laughs> That's what happens when we get that little bit of silver in there, in the, in the yeah. beard and in the hair. We start yeah. needing those earlier bedtimes. I got I to gotta shave drinking so no one knows how old I am. Drinking, it, drinking his milk. Uh, drinking his milk, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate. Well, if if you ever get to that point where you got to take that afternoon nap, like uh, the Huxables, I can't even say his name, Bill Cosby, the old show, that was one of the things that he always took a nap in the afternoon. (laughs) I'm like, man, he must be old. He's taking naps. (laughs) Oh, I I envy naps. (laughs) (laughs) But... What have we been working on since we've had so much free time uh, in between shows? Kind of tough with everything, you know, kind of just in the world. There's not much going on. I know, Brian, your pile on your desk has been slowly growing. Um, You're working on... I took advantage of some some neat buys. Uh, Another another player picked up a couple of sets and he he quickly realized that he didn't need them, and so he was looking to you offload. On them. So I was able to pick up 
the Dead or Alive posse set, which okay. I didn't need. Um, I only needed Lilith Hart. I had the rest of the posse. And yeah. because he only wanted Triple, Triple T, T, I already have him. So I was like, you know, I can, if he gave me a good enough price, I'll buy it and have all these extras. And he had the uh, God Only Forgives. God Only Forgives. That's a and good one. I like that one. Load them both, and he gave me a good enough deal on both of them. I was like, it was worth me spending to pick up a complete posse that he wasn't keeping any of the figures. And then the incomplete that are alive. And it okay. mainly was just to get Lil Hart, who I'm actually painting. right now. You ended up actually getting rid of stuff. Didn't you, Tom? I sold my union. Oh. Um, I realized, I mean, I had all that union stuff and I realized that I was just never going to get around to it. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that was not included in that sale uh, were all the iron horses that I picked up because there were plans for those iron horses mm-hmm. and they're, uh, they're making their way down towards Mr. Powell by uh, freight train. <laughs> they hop, they hop the train. They're trying to get down there. Uh, I think they're tra- they're trapped in a box car right now. <laughs> right. So and so the plan is to to put them together with custard to to basically uh, finalize the his the dream of seeing them on the table as a full Tom's 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 now. dream posse, right? Yeah. If you, go back, if you go back to the what was that the first the second episode that was early that was very early on yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, mean, uh, I, I think that so goes back as far as uh, somebody's infernal investigation posses that he was always bringing up. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, Brian's going to make the dream happen. <laughs> right. So I do actually need one thing that would actually help that that dream come to about is I already have Custer. And I don't really need to buy another Forlorn Hope just to get yep. another secondary custard. But if mm-hmm. there's anyone out there who has that spare custard and you're not going to do anything with it, let me know. I would be interested in picking up just him. Yep. I will not build him. I will be kit bashing him into a mounted version of himself. But if you have the parts and you're not going to be using them, you know, let me know. Yeah, you you have quite a few of uh, the different models that you kit bashed, and uh, they turned out pretty good. You got a lot of patience for that green stuff and 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 yep. moving yeah, I'm them. Showing the boys my kit bashed Doc Holiday, who's with his turned over table, broken card table behind him, made of balsa wood, and then he is the card actually is- holding a deck of a hand of cards instead of his belt. So one of his hands is on his guns and the other one is, is I like uh, that. That's holding, a good good version of the cards. model instead of him pulling up his britches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like he just got finished uh with a winning hand in a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> so uh other than that, uh I picked up some uh order posses. That's right. Uh, I've got Portal Vanguard, I've got Divine Intervention, and I've got some other some other pieces around that uh, spike on uh, the tumbler. It's it's a smaller group. I think I think I need to stick with smaller posses. <laughs> so that's all I've gotten. I haven't gotten any work done on anything. 
Uh, I've just been living the dream this summer with, you know, the spring teaching kids going into the summer. Uh, we're both my older kids were both playing lacrosse all summer. Yeah. So just running around doing that and, uh, just house projects and trying to fix the house and painting rooms. And I've, I've had plenty of busy time. Uh, none of it included hobby time. So yeah. Trying to carve out some, some time for that. Yeah. I've been kind of in the same boat. I had a lot of projects that I started back when, uh, like adept can't basically happened. I kind of dropped all my projects because everything was kind of hitting the fan and uh, I kind of want to get back to those projects. And the, the three of us have actually talked about trying some different stuff with the podcast. And you guys that are listening can chime in. Uh, we're going to, we, we kind of, with our time off, was it, we were exploring video options and streaming options. And we talked about doing different projects. And we'll talk a little bit about that, I think, towards the end of the show. But, um, yeah, we wanted to try some different stuff to get us, you know, kind of back and motivated into working on different things and uh, kind of challenge ourselves and each other's. But um, that's kind of just a little bit of update where we all were. Yeah, we took a break and just uh, it was hard to get back into it. And um, well, we're back and I don't know, I'm kind of kind of excited about trying some different stuff with the show. And I know it's something we all talked about for a while. And uh, we did experiment with some some hobby video. I, I think we're, you know, we want to kind of try that again. So, but um, enough of our intro. We were saying how we were going to keep this short. You guys want to jump into our new Smoke Wagon Showdown? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> what? Tom's back on mute. <laughs> All right, let's get into the smoke wagon. <laughs> Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Listen, mister, I'm, I'm getting awful tired of your... I'm getting tired of your gas. Now jerk that pistol and go to work. I said throw down, boy. Okay, today for our smoke wagon showdown, we are calling this the Jetpack Joust. And the characters we're going to cover today in this... Uh, I don't want to say knock down in the street because these gals are going to be flying around the saloon and stuff. And we're going to take a look at Helena Miller from the, the law dogs there, the infernal investigation and Lilith Hart of the outlaws. She's one of the newer posses that just came out. That's a bunch of mercenaries. So I know Brian is just foaming at the mouth to talk about Helena. Because I know how much he's used her. And so he knows her very well. Well, that could wait and do her next. No, I know. You want to talk about <laughs> her. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I'm in the middle of actually painting Tom's Helena Mettler's jetpack exhaust and Lilith Hart's jetpack exhaust. So, oh, nice. 
it seems so I'm me. actually going back and forth from the two models as I'm working on their the, the exhaust of their flight pad. So and one of the uh, neat things I liked about Helena, and I think Tom, me and you have mentioned this before in the show, is that she is Wild West Exodus version of the Rocketeer. Oh, absolutely. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I would love to just find like an old Rocketeer head mm-hmm. off a toy or something, chop it off and, and hang it off her belt or and something. I, my my I'm model, doing I, that. yeah, I started you, doing yeah. that with mine using like plastic card and one of the the Terminators I, helmets yeah, for and, her mask. Me and Eric talked about what we could do, and yeah. we both were like, "Hey, we have extra help Terminator <laughs> helmet." So we both started sculpting a new uh, a Rocketeer esque type helmet, nice. and, uh, and I'm totally gonna paint her with the 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 Rocketeer know, colors. Yeah, the the khaki pants and i think he had like a kind of a red coat and yep it's a there, there's a perfect color for that coat i i'm it's uh god i use it for leather a lot actually it's a it's, it's almost like a red leather like yeah color. yeah i think um, one of the old games workshop uh like tan flesh was that that reddish tone there, there's an army painter there. color that i i actually think they call it a brown but it's very red. Uh, if I can, I'll, I'll pull it out later and let you know what it is because it, it's okay. the perfect color. But uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Helena. Are you Are you ready, Brian? You want to jump in with oh, yeah. Helena? All right. So Helena Miller, lawman boss for the Infernal Investigations Posse. Uh, her traits are boss, lawman, human, female, marshal, infernal affairs, flight and agent all right she'd be a law woman (laughs) i'm just saying you know lawman seems very sexist law person law person it's soon followed by female so it's all right there (laughs) okay okay (laughs) so i'm mr pc (laughs) so she's got a fortune of four uh, which is pretty good. I mean, if that's a lot of fortune to, to play with. And she cost 180 points and is unique. Um, 180. It's been a little while. Is that a lot for, for a boss, Brian? No, that's, that's average that's for a boss. I mean, okay. some of the, some of the bigger heavy hitting bosses uh, are 200. Now, you know, I'm sure like yourself and many of the other enlightened players is probably going to argue that Helena maybe should be more if she has to fight the enlightened. (laughs) 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 But, you know, 180 under the 1.09 card update, they, uh, 180s is still, that's pretty good. There's not very many bosses over 200. So, you know. Yeah. For straight bosses. I mean, you, when you start looking at legendary ones, you'll creep up there a little bit more. Yeah, and, and and not all of them get get to two hundred. Yeah, but there's yeah. a few that do. She she's she's in a good spot where she's at uh, point wise, cost wise. So her her stats uh, with the quickness of five, obviously with flight that that is a little bit different. You know, yeah. So uh, in between jetpacking, she's just got a regular speed. Um, she has a mind of seven, aim of six, grit of six fight of six and a limit of three okay so nothing really crazy there the the minus seven is actually a, a 
a bit above average. The sixes in all the combat stats is pretty pretty good, a little bit above average. So she's she's capable, uh, but not not a sharpshooter in any of those, you know, regards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just just that little bit above average. So right, and and some say six is basically average for a face or a boss. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, that's not where she shines. So we'll move on to some of her more shining part so let's go over weapons she's a lawman so she starts off with lasso and it's a it's a ranged weapon with tangle special refine and on crits uh she can drag the target okay range of six inches zero zero pierce and a rate of attack of one pretty much the key here is if you're within six feet of someone she can hit them with the lasso, and if she crits, she can pull them toward her. So it's kind of a neat thing, especially if you're trying to pull someone out of coherence, or maybe you want to pull someone close to where she's at currently mm-hmm. to get them into engagement, which takes away some of their abilities. Or um, if she's got some backup standing right next to her that's right. going to activate and just pound on her. Or that's right. We maybe 2020s with her and, you know, bringing in someone close. You know, there. it. I don't know how likely it would happen. You know, she could pull him close. He can hit him, knock them back. She can lasso him, pull him close. He can mm-hmm. knock them back. You know, I don't know how many times you want to do that, but it would be kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> uh, her next, you know, basic lawman uh, feature would, with the next weapon is the iron aspaton. So it's an melee weapon with parry and stun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierce of one and rate of attack one. That's I, you know, I can already see some of the uh, tactics with her with the flight. You know, she can fly in, drop next to somebody, and stun them. And you know, it's pretty uh, effective of you know shutting down somebody's plan. Right. Then, of course, we we're talking about where she shines, and uh, the 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 horror of the enlightened is her next weapon, which is the uh, Tesla storm throwers range to weapon. They have disrupt link close work. And on a crit, they gain fatal fatal. Mm. So these pistols have a 10 inch range pierce of two and rate of attack of three, three that you can kind of like a rapid fire pistol, right? Man. So we've got yep. two of them. So that's why they get to three, but linked allows you to re-roll some misses. Yeah. Which, what does that do? That takes away the detriment of being forced to re-roll stuff. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. if you miss on the first roll and then hit on the second roll, those are coming at you. There's no way to, you know, shroud those and there's no no way to, you know, force you to re-roll those. They're, they are what they're going to be, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't force a re-roll of re-roll. Yep. The disrupt is, I mean, it's harsh against creations and machines. So, you know, she is very yeah. brutal uh, with the pistols against enlightened, many of the enlightened, uh, you know, models, as well as up against like machines, right? So look out if that's what you're bringing. It can get pretty. 
I'm looking at enlightened stats right now and just shaking my head because <laughs> every one of them machine, 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 construct. I'm just like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just take my ball and go home. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> does, uh, what does disrupt do to them? Uh, it disrupts them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they pick up. They pick up stun and disordered. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's, it's That's pretty, a double whammy. <laughs> it's a double whammy. And of course, close work means if if she does pull someone close, she can she can blast a creation in the face. And, mm, mm. Yeah, com- yeah, combine that with that lasso. Ooh, we. Yep. That's that like one of those instances that you can use that that ranged weapon up close. Yep. That that linked with those rerolls. Also remember that gives you rerolls, which means you have another chance to get that fatal. Back up again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, which the fatal is the new, you know, go through the uh, the Mack truck engine thing. You know, just right. Go through anything. All right, so let's look at her common rules. Should we go back to the old Tom? You want to do the common rules? Yup, yep, I'm here. Uh, she's got metal, the quick and the dead, largesse, target priority. Agile and moving target. Moving target. So I, that to me seems just awesome that she already has all those other survivability traits that a lot of bosses have mm-hmm. yeah, with the metal and the quick and the dead. Now you're throwing moving target on there. So now she's harder to hit. Um, you know, pretty awesome survivability there. Yeah. The target priority that that helps too. What does agile do? I don't remember what agile does. Um, it's 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 sometimes given to um, a, a model because it makes sense that they have it, but may not actually grant them much. So agile is, I think, is like you you can make your physical roles for like movement and stuff, or falling from climbing and stuff yeah. like that. It passes quick that. checks for climbing, jumping. It may reroll failed grit checks from falling. So gives her some uh, more chances at succeeding at those things. But she flies. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like it's going to come up much for her because she's not going right. to do much climbing because she didn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> but, but let's say she flies on top of a building and someone pushes her off. Yeah. Yep. She's less likely to she, – she'll have a better shot of landing in the ground and not being – yeah, her her big rocket jetpack won't like weigh her down. Kunk. <laughs> yep. All right. Really, that's more of an uh, if you watch the Rocketeer, it's more of a helmet issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Half the movie bouncing around the ground, right? Well, that's why maybe that's why she's just wearing the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's go over her her meat her meat and potatoes, the special rules. She's got 10 man, so this unit gains plus one grit while within six inches of, of a friendly marshal or sheriff unit, not including themselves. Uh, she may use her mind attribute of any friendly marshal unit within line of sight of this unit for yeller checks. Right. So 10 man is one of the lawmen, you know, featured abilities. So it's like it, their it, flavor, basically. Right. You know, she's not going to use any other marshal 
their mind for yeller one she's probably never gonna need to roll no. a yeller check yeah but she's got a mind of seven so she's not ever gonna use that partial but yeah the first yeah. one is pretty good because she she has a posse full of sheriffs so she literally just has to be within six feet of six inches of any of her posse members and mm. she picks up a plus one grit so remember it was like that plus six or the six grits just kind of eh? yeah well it's very easy for her to make sure her flight or move gets her within six of someone else from her posse and it, yeah, so it's you're seven. easily looking at seven just a right. base then and uh you know you you boost that with a fortune chip well now you're looking at two more so nine it's mm. easily and i mean she's got enough well, fortune chips just, that she can do just that. a little bit of extra uh tactical effort mm -hmm. she can she can bunker down like like Wyatt. yeah so she can be a pain in the butt <laughs> the, the white can go even higher using fortune but yeah yeah <laughs> yep but with all that her other things very yeah, we're getting started right <laughs> so right. the next one is dead or alive and this is another one of the uh, outlaw or not outlaw, uh, lawmen go to they it shows up quite a bit in the lawman card when engaged with a stunned or disordered enemy model, this unit gains the lethal weapon quality on all melee weapons. No. <laughs> right. I remember we talked about her weapons. Her lasso, if she pulls someone out of coherence, they become disordered, right? Right. Um, her aspatine with stun puts stun on, on models, right? Uh, and then the disrupt from the storm blasters or storm throwers puts both on. So anyone she's shooting, she's potentially putting those conditions down to allow her melee faces to engage those damaged and hindered targets. Yeah. yeah. With lethal melee weapons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got a lot of those. Uh, I mean, this whole this whole posse, the theme posse, uh, and you've you've played with it enough that it's it's all about certain models putting an effect on someone else, you know, the enemy, and then their their buddies coming in and just mopping up, basically. Right. It it it, it the, it's like the, a setup. Right. The posse is designed around you working together. Yeah, I, I, there, there's a lot of crowd control in this posse. Right, crowd control, synergy, um, uh, the availability of using teamwork cards mm -hmm. is very useful in this posse because it gives you that ability to, you know, alley oop, kind of like basketball. Someone throws a ball up to the the net. Yeah. There's going to be someone there to be able to benefit from that ball coming. You know, the same thing. She can let uh, against constructs and machines. She can lay down a bunch of uh, conditions, and then twenty twenty can run up hammerhand and you know yeah yeah lethal hits. Uh, Furio even, I mean she's she's a huge finisher for the team because she's got combat mastery mm -hmm. uh, with her little foils. Uh, so there's a lot of that stuff, and that's one of the things when as you play and you, you make sure you focus on this on these abilities because that's where you can unlock that synergy or those special tactics that yeah. you may not see on the first glance. All right, Tommy, you do the next one. Headhunter. 
when this unit destroys an enemy model that has the unique special rule, this unit immediately gains a fortune chip. So you know where she's going hunting. She's hunting for those, your name characters, all your, your faces and stuff. And, you know, if she can get her, the rest of her posse to, for, you know, they can stun or they can get some conditions on them and then she can finish them off. Well, she's getting fortune chips out of it too. So then she can just keep going. It's, it's like a, a big cycle with her and whoever you take with her. You want to think about who's going to help her out type thing and vice versa. Yeah. Cause the fortune chips, they go quick. They go really quick. So any way you can get them back, that's big. All right. All right. So I got the, I got the next one flight or sure. fight reaction. So yeah, this is a reaction when this unit is nominated as a target of a charge action they may spend a point of fortune to immediately be placed D5 from the current position. Placement must be to a point directly away from the charging unit. Uh, placement cannot be in passable terrain or cause the unit to be engaged. So uh, she's basically, uh, it, this is one of the newer reactions and it's very thematic with any of the models that can fly. Um, when did this, this first came, I think a part of like the warrior nation, some of the flying units there, how just dramatically right. it's like a bird bird, you know, gets spooked. It flies away. Not, not every flight character got it, but okay. if, if it basically becomes uh, something they added to anyone they thought had like trained flight. So, or innate, like your birds, mm -hmm. your, you know, your bosses that have flight ability, they pretty much most of them picked it up because they're assumed to have been well-versed in how to use. Yeah. They're, or, they're skilled or it's like a natural ability. Right. So it's basically a little bit of, of a defensive boost because mm -hmm. if you get charged, you, you can bounce away from the engagement of the charge. Yeah. You know, foiling that attack. basically. Do you, do, have you found using her that that actually becomes a bit of a deterrent? where people don't want to charge her because they're like, oh, I might just be wasting. Right. So what that's, that's part of the, how someone's going to have to react to you. Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to want to try to get in a charge or will they just move and then waste an action and then attack? Cause they, yeah. that's how you get rid of that defense is you just move up, don't charge and then spend the next action to attack. You know, it, 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 it's kind of, prevents like you wasting a charge from like a hand unit because they're not going to be able to follow up with the second thing typically. Yeah. So that's, that's how, where it is. It, it may prevent them from using their low tier to limit characters trying to do that. It'd be interesting to see like what everyone else considers like, Oh yeah, it's a, it's a deal breaker. Why bother charging her? <laughs> you might just disappear, but uh, so the next one, Treasure Hunter, These, this is part of her, you know, where she shines as a, mm -hmm. as a boss. One of my uh, favorite she abilities. Plus one to the number of adventure cards in a player's hand. Should this unit be destroyed, you lose that card. This ability does not stack. So multiple Treasure Hunter skills in the force still only confers the plus one to the hand size total. So... 
cards give you that little extra tactics. This is kind of a really good way of, you know, being one up on, on those tactics over your opponent. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, Very useful. All right, Tom, you got the last one. Next up. One of my favorites. Tactical brilliance. This unit gains plus one to reserve checks. Once per turn, the unit, when activated, may spend two action points to look at the top three cards from either their adventure deck or their action deck and replace them in any order on top of that deck. Man, this is just nuts to totally set up for that. You know, so many things you could set up with this ability. Yeah. I mean... Couple that with with, uh, Jedrick's ability to look at one, the top card. Mm-hmm. and be able to discard that top card and then have her follow up with this, those two things combined, you can set up some pretty good combos or you can set up your next three actions, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, any any of that uh, early information is, is key to to a game that has or can have so many short rounds typically what like five five rounds can go quick and you know being able to do that in a turn you know yeah you you can set up all your guys around her for you know really getting some stuff done yeah all right so let's take a look at her theme posse Brian, you've had lots of experience with this posse. Um, <laughs> I don't ever want to play you against with this oh, posse. Well, not so, with my okay. enlightened anyway. Not now, mind you, in my experience, I tend not to play her theme. Okay. So her theme, and it's the in, you know, once you let's just discuss her theme first. Okay. okay. So the infernal infernal investigation theme posse. In a lawman or union force, instead of a faction posse, Helena Miller may take this theme posse. If five or more slots are filled with at least one unit in the posse, then all units in the posse gain prodigious common rule. Helena Miller is the only boss permitted in this posse. Let's see if I can if I can say it or not. Prodigious. It did it. Uh, look at it. We're it growing. It. <laughs> we're maturing as a podcast. Uh, <laughs> So, Brian, why don't you remind us all what Prodigious does? Because it's been a while. Okay, so Prodigious is, um, is you know, it, it's a common rule. So when it comes up, check your card. That's where it's going to show up. Or you get it gifted from a theme. Uh, but what it does is it changes the common plus two when you use Fortune. To focus one of your abilities, right? To focus. I, I'm trying to remember what they call focus. Uh, as as an ability i know it's got a little catchphrase but uh basically when you when you use focus to uh boost uh an action it's normally plus two prodigious changes that to plus three so you know increase by a third your bonus from using your fortune for a combat action move action and so it's really very useful so but you have to fill up five of the six slots so Here's the limitation for the theme. The internal investigation theme posse is slots one through five is a lawman unit with internal affairs trait. Okay. Tom, how many models come in the infernal investigation box? 
Um, let me see. There's Helena. There's Jed. There's 2020. There's Furio. There's what's your face with an eagle on her arm? Ida. Ida. Then Helena, obviously. So six. Well, you did Helena twice. You, you forgot Mercury. She's Mercury. The, ah, that's right. Cap. She wears a, a weird jumping cap. over jumping over the box, right? Yeah, she's she's hugging a box. So there's five faces in the box. So you have to bring every one of them in the box. Mm-hmm. That gets you to about eight fifty-five, right? Yep. So if you do look what you're at, you're almost finished. You only got, you know, three hundred points basically to fool around with to finish out your one twenty pos- uh, force, and oh, you forced to take all of them, right? Not much flexibility. Yep. It's basically bring the whole team and squeeze whatever else you want to do. For the, the last lot is bring an additional agent which there's there's a lot of just the options. Train. yeah right a lot so of options means all the faces in the soul hunters can come join you mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple of uh uh agents in the lawman list right nakano gozen from the uh celestials she's an agent lincoln's posse i think they're Lincoln, all agents. Yeah, the entire secret service from the union they're all agents carl fredrickson the portal master from the union and lawman. Uh, he's a dual faction, but he's also an agent. You have Teddy Roosevelt is an agent. Mm-hmm. So you can bring a dinosaur along with infernal investigations. Which let's face it. That. He, he kind of fits in with them better than anybody else. What's that? He fits in with them better than any other force. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of different options for that last six slot. Obviously, with only 300 points left, you're, you know, yeah, you're you're, gonna, you have yeah, a small right. model count. You know, the Infernal Investigations posse is best when it's teaming up with something else. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have that much, many more points. So I tend not to do the theme posse just to pick it up prodigious. I tend to do a dual boss team up list where helena brings some and then the other boss brings some other stuff yeah yeah i do a lot of that too now i I split up so i can get you know yeah a smaller posse but it gives me more options to play with building um and then of course having two bosses on the table right so my usual go-to is bass reeves okay and that's just because he's awesome and a great model but he's also has huge utility yeah he brings uh, a lot of different options that you normally couldn't have with just the straight lawman right so i i tend to bring them both in a faction posse helena brings a couple of faces and and then 2020 because he's support and then i jump over and finish whatever else i want to bring over with uh bass and then oh. he he'll bring typically uh, Nakano goes. She's awesome too. But, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> one of my favorite ones. As possibly you can use. You know, I do like having another option for melee, and she's really good at the melee. And she she also has a secondary uh, treasure hunter in case yeah. you lose. It's back Elena up. Miller. You're still going to have the ability to keep that fifth card. On the table. That's why I like running her with Marcus. 
back right. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we've even discussed that before. <laughs> when we went over special abilities, we discussed this. Like, yeah, it's nice to have a second one just in case. All so right. that's her, her theme posse. It's very useful, especially if you're going to team up with the Union, which is a, is a great option, really. If mm-hmm. you can, you know, bring this theme with even just with three of the agents, you know, and, and it, y'all know which three, right? I don't know. I don't touch that stuff. So if you're going to take Helena over to the <laughs> Union, you obviously need to take Jedrick, 2020, and Furia. I don't know. I, I, I feel like you really favor Jedrick over any other agent. I don't know why. You know, I feel like they're really biased. <laughs> that came up today in Facebook, I think. Someone was like, no, yesterday. Because <laughs> I guess some of the new people don't know. But uh, Mike was kept hinting at it. <laughs> because some, some new 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 player is like, I'm picking up the infernal investigations and blah blah blah, and, and so we're all telling him you need to do that, and then I get teased because I'm promoting infernal investigations mm-hmm. as an option guy, and I'm like, you know what? Not- Tom, we can't be mad at him. If we had our Pony Express riders named Tom and Eric. Oh, my God. They'd be in every single thing. That's right. Every posse. I don't care if it's a wrong faction. They're going in there. Yep. They're going to be like, no call. Mind you, when you you build a model in your favorite game, you obviously are going to put them in your favorite faction, right? Yep. It wouldn't have made sense if I created a model for a faction I didn't play. Well, well, then I would get to play with them. (laughs) <laughs> you can bring them along with the soul hunters yeah that's true that is Look, true the, the pony express riders will be able to play with anybody because they just run up and they're like candy gram for mongo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, and then they ride away <laughs> yeah candy gram for mongo. that's good i like it uh, but yeah so it came up uh, so yeah i like jedrick i designed helped design him with with the war cradle team so I have affinity to play him one because he's he's me, but I also really do like the posse that that Stuart created around yeah. my character. I it's mean, fun. I just benefit. I benefit from having not just an affinity for the model, but then what they did with those around him was is really cool. Except for Mercury, she's not my favorite. I don't think I've ever played her. Yeah, maybe you should try her out, and she'll surprise you. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think she can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All um, right. Shall we jump into uh, Lilith? So, <laughs> one of the caveats on the Infernal Investigations is eventually we may see other Infernal Affair models yeah. surface yeah. in the long right. So, obviously, that gives you more of an ability or a chance to get to five slots and mm-hmm. finish out that posse, you know, because you'll have the extra things. And then it would also give you the ability to bring Jedrick in 2020 in one slot instead of separate. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause the main part, someone was like, Oh, I want to bring legendary Jedrick in the posse, but really can't because then I can't get to my fifth slot and unlock prodigious, which is true. Yeah. So eventually we may see other we may see a two pack or uh, maybe even some hands that have the affinity of in- infernal affairs. And then they, they will obviously 
help fill in those 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 spots. For you. Yeah, and get some. That's variety. what I'd like to. I'd like to see some hands with Infernal Affairs trait. You know, uh, give a little bit of bulk to the. Uh, well, yeah, team. like some SWAT guys. Yep. Infernal Affairs SWAT team. You know. Hut, 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 hut. Maybe <laughs> maybe even with some some recovered um, uh, you know spirit traps. Maybe some proton packs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> acquired from their interactions with the soul hunters. You know, yeah. that, that would be kind of cool. So yeah, just give, give them some some model count. All right, let's jump into Lilith. All right, all right, Lilith Heart Outlaws. Kind of get into my flavor of probably the last year. Lilith is a boss outlaws human female. Uh, she's a mercenary, and she also has flight. So this was why we called it the jet pet joust. So they're going to be flying, and as I'm spilling coffee all over myself, <laughs> so I got too excited. <laughs> That's right. Everybody likes the bald girl with the ponytail. All right, she's edgy. Have you guys noticed her her skin pallor? Does she just look a little sickly to you? Her art, yes. Yes, her, 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 just her skin pallor there. You know, she looks like she just got over the flu or something. Well, I, I, I will allow it. Obviously, maybe there's some enlightened uh, influence there. Maybe. Maybe yeah. it's just her skin's not the healthiest when she's flying around unprotected. Well, she does have a face mask on, kind of like Doc. If she's got yeah. a rebreather and some, some flying leathers. She should be fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else she right, got? Continue on. <laughs> She's got three fortune. Uh, she comes in at 160 points. You know, kind of an average in the range of average boss. It's a little on the low side. She's a cheap date. Yeah. Uh, probably because uh, her <laughs> posse is an expensive posse. So that, I think that's why she's not that big of a, an expensive boss. Yeah. She's bringing all, mostly faces in her posse. So. All right, what kind of stats she has? Hers are hers actually look very similar to uh, Helena there. Yeah, she's got a quickness of five, a mind of six, a little bit lower. Aim of six, her grit is six, her fight is also six, and a limit of three. So, yes, yeah, very comparable, right there. Yeah. Almost, almost identical. The mind is the only thing that changes, mm-hmm. uh, and really with there's very few things that that's going to come into play for these bosses. You know, if they wanted to take a, take a stroll through an enemy portal or two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come into play, because that's what they would use to make those roles. But uh, otherwise it's not really going to. Yeah. All right. And then let's jump into her weapons. So she's got a little bit more options than Helena though. Yeah, she's got four, four weapons. The first one is sharp talons. Which, when you look on the model, I think this is signified by the the, the gauntlets. Okay. So probably kind of envision like some some retractable blades on her her wrists that can squirt out or whatever. So not not bad to have. They have crit to lethal, mm-hmm. pierce one, rate of attack of two. So uh, each gauntlet kind of seems to have some kind of piercing thing on it. So that's probably what that that's about 
And then she's got three different uh, ranged options. She's got juice to grenade. And these grenades stun. They indirect, so they may bounce about a bit. Mm-hmm. And then they blast out. Uh, they, they crit to overcharge, which that brings in hazardous. So they... Uh, that's, you know, pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good for crowd control. That's good for mm-hmm. use in uh, big chunks of hands and... Right. You know. um, she's she's not a softball player, so she's only throwing that grenade six inches. Uh, <laughs> pierce a three and a rate of attack of uh, one. It's a pretty big piercing. Yeah, pierce three is great on these grenades. They're 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 good. Yeah, and because they're juice, they're bringing in the overcharge uh, crit. So very nice. Uh, her next weapon is uh, familiar. Just discussed it because. Not only do these ladies have matching uh, jetpacks, but they also have lassos. So she's got a lasso of her own. So again, tangle, special, refined, and crit on drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, six inch range, pierces zero, and rate of attack of one. Okay. And she's a she's an outlaw, so she's carrying two pistols as well. They have they are the atomic pistols, and the atomic pistols now are lethal with close work close work kind of go with the and lasso last mm-hmm. on credit mm. range That's 10 great. pierce 2 and a rate of attack of 2 okay all right so yeah she's she's slinging death with those those yeah. pistols with a lot of options I, I like all her weapons a lot of options there all right tom common rules all right, common rules. Metal to quicken the dead. RHS, target priority, moving target, and dead-eyed. Oh, so there's something a little bit different. She's got dead-eye. Yep. Right, So, uh, and that gives her the ability to ignore target priority. So when Helena's trying to keep away, she doesn't have to shoot nearby faces or hands. Yeah. She can just target. Shoot who she wants. Right. Okay. And then, Sorry, to- Tom, you already mentioned this one. Yeah. Uh, filtered lungs. Unit ignores the disorder effects of the smoke screen weapon quality. Right. So, she's wearing a mask. She's, <laughs> she's, she's protected from, uh, you know, the bugs flying in her mouth and smoke. Yeah. So, basically, that what it means is uh, bring someone with smoke grenades and she can hide in the smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not be deterred by it at all so all right and then she's got now this is a little bit different special rule than i think i've seen before it's actually called if taken in a lawman force dead or alive right so there's a couple of instances with especially with the outlaw posses where if they're going to be lawmen Mm -hmm. they pick up a lawman standard special ability Okay. Uh, there's also a few flip sides that have if you take this lawman and an outlaw posse, they pick up something different. Okay. So I think like Billy the Kid, depending on whether he's going lawman or uh, outlaw, That's he right. has a different ability. So okay. he picks one of the two, you know. All right. So when when engaged with a stunned or disordered enemy model, this unit gains the lethal weapon quality on all melee weapons. Right. So basically it it forces your grit check to be rerolled. Okay. Right. So it, it it's it's nice to have. 
that's why you throw down the stuns and you st- try to throw down stun and disorder on everything because all your melee attacks become harder for someone to defend against. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then here comes another familiar-looking one. Yep, this uh, she got a jetpack, and she's a natural-born flyer, so she picks up flight or fight reaction. If she's a charged target, she can spend a fortune to get the heck away. out of dodge. D five inches, and the goal is it has to be directly away from the charging unit, and uh, you can't land on stuff that you normally wouldn't be able to land on, and you can't pick a path that lands you engaged with another enemy. So yeah, there's our a couple of little caveats. All right, Tom, you want to jump in? Yeah, next up is elusive. Uh, backstab reactions against this unit suffer a negative four penalty. Uh, pretty nice with that flight and everything. She can effectively just jump out of combat, uh, melee combat, and yeah. uh, not easy to hit her when she's doing it. Minus yeah. four. That's that's huge. All right. Yep. What's the next yeah, one? What to say about that? <laughs> yeah. that? No, it's huge. That's a good one. I, it's like, I'm like, man, I wish Elena had that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is uh, check the bounty. Once during their activation, this unit may spend two action points to look at the top three cards from their adventure deck and may discard any number of them. Replace the remaining cards in any order on top of the deck. So this is very similar to Tactical Brilliance, except you can discard the ones you don't like. Yeah. Yeah, this is like combining Helena and Jed's abilities. Right. But it's just adventure cards. So that's the that's the limitation on it. But uh, it makes... I, I really enjoy this new ability that they added in 1.09 yeah. because it, it does make sense for you know, some outlaws to, to turn their adventure cards. Cause they're, they're basically looking for advantage. Yeah. You know, yeah. how can I take advantage of, of the situation? And that's, it kind of makes sense for them to take those risks, you know, to churn out some cards that just not, let me look, let me, let me get rid of this one because it's not going to do me any good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then her last one is quick draw. So once per activation, if this unit successfully hits with a shoot action, it may make a second one at the same or different target unit for one action point rather than the usual two. Uh, Second shoot action may not be made with weapons with the heavy or complex. So kind of a cost saving uh, ability. Um, It's literally huge. For, for for her because she's already at like you know a a, a low fortune well not really low three is kind of like the average yeah but yeah. she basically picks up a, an extra fortune with quick draw yeah it it, it balance yeah. it helps uh, enable her to to uh, get more done without worrying yeah. about you know burning through all her fortune yeah she's she's a flying gunslinger yep. All right, so let's take a look at her posse, the Dead or Alive theme posse. Uh, This one is an outlaw slash lawman force. Instead of a faction posse, Lilith Hart may take this theme posse. 
Uh, if all of the five slots are filled in the posse, then all the units gain the teamwork common rule. And Lilith is the only boss permitted in this. So teamwork common rule. Uh, refresher, Brian, teamwork. Okay, so teamwork basically says, hey, you just finished this activation. Another face within, I think we want to say it's eight inches. I think so. It's six or eight inches. Can activate. So it's it's chaining your activations. So yeah. if you fill up the dead or alive theme with faces, which if you look is your only option. Yeah. You, if they all have it, <laughs> you can literally chain the entire posse at the beginning of the your your turn. Yeah, this this is all about ganging up. This whole right. posse just ganging up. And <laughs> beating if, somebody if down. Let, if you let Lilith basically chess you into a mistake, she can literally in one activation run the board. Yeah. And there isn't anything you can do about it. It is it is eight inches too. So that's it is, yeah, it's stretched out quite a bit. So uh, you know, depending on the size of your board you're playing on, whether it's a three by three or four by four, your guys are gonna be fairly close they're not going to be too far apart um especially well, when you're taking a account thing that you need to think about while yeah. you're setting this up yeah don't don't get them separated where they're going to get far apart from each other and somebody's going to be left high and dry i mean you think about the terrain too the terrain's going to come into play with that so like you said when you're setting up yeah uh, another posse that does that is uh that has a lot of teamwork is the uh mounted conquistador conquistadors yeah that's right uh, and i was facing off with my infernal investigators uh, against <laughs> the conquistadors and literally chained all four of the mounted conquistadors trying to take out so you got Jed, every every Jed. they got every I mean, guy he had activated, it out for huh? he, it, just he kept I mean, and, and okay, so Jedrick survived the bomb of Antioch. Then he he gets he got so mad that I survived the bomb that he then sent three different uh, mounted conquistadors. Wow! wow. <laughs> and he survived all of that. <laughs> I don't know how he did, but I just kept hit my hit my left. Uh, yeah, that's that's the point at which you just concede. You're like, I'm not winning this. <laughs> Right, he had a literal horseshoe up his butt. Now, mind you, Jed did fall. He just didn't fall in that onslaught. <laughs> man, I think oh he man. turned around and, and cannoned Jed, and that was it. <laughs> he hit him with the cannon. So this posse, like you said, is pretty straightforward. It's uh, you, you basically use what it, the box set comes with. You got the wraith and one, uh, long tree and two. Triple T is in three, Thomas Tate Tobin. Uh, you got Jim Peterson, a.k.a. Deadpool, in four, Broad Arrow Jacks in five, and the Masked Marshal is in six. So, then you're done. I mean, you talk about a, a straight, easy build. It has very little flexibility. No, I, I thought some oh. of the other posses we looked at where it was this unit this unit this unit you know but this one they no, basically this is the specific unique person is yeah. slot one and yeah. you can't take you cannot take jim peterson unless you've taken 
Wraith Longtree intake. No, I mean, it's yeah. like I I want to use Lilith Heart, but I don't. You know, I want to use her with other outlaws. The only right. other way I'm going to do that is if I take the generic outlaw. You know, right? No, awesome. again, but that's similar to how I use Helena. Okay. You know, I I rarely ever use her theme posse unless I'm going to take her in a union. Because right? I like to see how she plays with Jesse. I like the flexibility, or I like the flexibility of bringing some hands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So same with same with Little Heart. She's if you're going to bring in a woman, she's bringing her go-to mercenaries. Yeah. But if you're going to play her an outlaw, the flexibility of being able to branch out and, you know, bring vehicles, bring, you know, hands, bring attack dogs. I mean, there's, there's, you lose all the flexibility if you just run her normal. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, that's the, the flip side of, of why, also, again, we team these two up because they have very similar limitations in their mm-hmm. themes versus their uh, faction posses. And most people will end up probably bringing her in a, in a faction posse because you can still bring the team. Yeah. But yeah. you'll have flexibility doing it. So yeah. what, what are your thoughts before we have them square off against each other? They could both be in a lawman force. They could take both rocketeers in the same lawman force uh and, and you gain a <laughs> lot of cards a lot of card shenanigans between uh jed and helena and uh lilith so, you get a so lot of card Paul, shenanigans there what you're saying is you know now why i made sure and bought her <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that <laughs> <laughs> I thought you bought her because you buy everything, but <laughs> no, no, I, I, mean, I really wanted her specifically because she is. I, I, if I bring her in Wraith, she can come into the lawman, just the two of them, right? I mean, I don't have to go deep into her posse, but think about it for um, just a 300 points, I could f- finish out the uh, infernal investigation posse, yeah, just her and her and Wraith. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that I'm like huh, and That's- now all my invest all my infernal affairs people all have prodigious and I've got a secondary flyer, and one more person who can benefit from uh, man two flyers know, in the same build. I don't think there'll be an ob- objective that you couldn't get fast. Right. Yep. I mean, you you want to talk about putting the pressure on your opponent. Two people just going halfway across the board. Right. And pretty with they're pretty survivable people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that you're you're not just gonna, you know, breathe at them and watch them go down. No. Uh, and and they're they're doing card shenanigans to to just power themselves uh, and you know, power those guys around them. That that seems like you could do a lot with this. Right. Well yeah. what it, what it does is allows Helena's tactical brilliance to just focus on action cards yep, and use little hearts card shenanigans for the adventure card things and you're doing it with five cards yeah so it's i mean it's very very nice and like i said the using dead or alive because wraith is going to have it so literally everybody on the board has dead or alive and benefits from you know 
the stun that Furio and uh, Jedrick are laying about, the disrupt and stun that Helene could put down on those who are automatons, machines, and creations, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. suffer from that. Man, all right. So that's that's them kind of working together. What about versus, though? What do we think about them one-on-one in the air, jousting? One-on-one in the air. It's going to be it's going to be difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. tight because they're very similar with just an exception of maybe one stat or, you know, a weapon's a little bit different. Right. So Lilith's lethal on her pistols gives her a, a bit of an edge, I think. Even and, over, say, the linked uh, Tesla pistols? Because uh, I, well, I, you're I, right. Because I, yeah. the lethal won't come into effect to any of the linked ones. Yeah. Okay. And that's I, true. That that rate of a, that that rate of attack of three, you know, I, I we've talked about this before. More dice. Rate of attack is king in this yeah. game. Uh, it re- yeah, really remember, is. Lilith has uh, her second range attack is cheaper. Yep. But Helena Miller can force in ten man. Yeah. So she can go up in grit. And she's got that extra fortune, which right. kind of balances that out. I, I, that's probably a wash because of that extra fortune. This, this mm-hmm. one's close. This, yeah, this, this one's close. close. I think, I mean, we're talking about the weapons and stuff. And, yeah, they've got some give and take. Um, I think something that separates them is the special rules. You know, the treasure, hunter, check the bounty, um, tactical, brilliance. I think that's where that. Those abilities is what are what separate them, and so you got to look at okay, what I think is more beneficial. That treasure hunter, you're going to have the extra card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your hand. It's more options, and you, and you have your choice between the decks that you're looking at the top cards on. Yeah, yeah, and putting the order in. Um, so you're you're at plus one, plus you can cho- choose either deck as opposed to uh, only being able to use it in the adventure deck, but you can get rid of the garbage. Yeah. Right. So you can kind of cycle through stuff. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, I mean, Treasure Hunter, to me, is probably one of the bigger abilities in the game, just having that that one extra card can be so huge when you can spend the cards for an action just gives you more options that I almost I'm leaning towards that one just because of that. Yeah. Um, Well, and also here's another, and you take into account something that Helena Miller has over heart is a melee option because Helena can go in hand to hand with the Aspaton and lay down stun. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but Lilith, Lilith has those lethal claws, though. Yeah, but that's only on crit. Oh, that's true. When it happens, all she's got to do is save a grit check, and she's done. Yeah, whereas the uh, the Aspatons carry on because of the stun. Yep. So, and then they become lethal. So every hit after the first time she passes a grit check is, uh, you know, coming out her heart, you know. So... I, I think tactically, like you said, the 
Helena, I think, edges up a little bit. Just a little, um, yeah. I think it, pain, so. it pains me a little bit, but <laughs> I do well, like my like outlaws. <laughs> but, they're, yeah, they're both. This is, this is one of the tightest ones that we've had to yeah. call yeah, it is very. Yeah, I, I agree. And what's neat is, um, you know, with my Star Wars affinity, <laughs> we have Boba Fett versus the Rocketeer. <laughs> <laughs> Rocketeer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I think these are two really strong bosses in the game that. I mean, we're looking at them just one-on-one and just looking at them by themselves. Helena is edging out just that little bit. And then when you start thinking about the posse itself, it kind of it opens up even more then. Yeah, right. I think the synergies of the Infernal Investigations posse, I think, is bigger than the synergies of just your mer- Yeah, your mercenaries. Um, right. Now they, that posse does that group does have some having long tree in there mm-hmm. is pretty big because mm-hmm. he he can help with healing and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, which is which is pretty I mean that's very good the uh, infernal investigation doesn't have that but when you have you got Tate Tate Tobin who's can launch and range attacks so it's very similar to Ida. They have different features to do that that task. You know, you have a melee option with then Broad Arrow Jack, and he like a melee guy. You got Jim Peterson as another really good melee guy. Yeah, with offsets. You know, both Jedrick and Furio being melee experts. So it so very comparable. Infernal may have more synergies. Who hits harder? I. I I, I don't know. I almost want to say the Dead or Alive posse. I think the Dead or Alive hits, hits harder. harder. They're a little more vicious, if you want to say it that way. Well, okay. So uh, McCain's using the some basic pistols, so not very heavy hitting. But he also brings, uh, if it's an outlaw force, he's bringing another instance of Check the Bounty. Okay. Then you have a broader Jack. He has... He has heavy fists, so that's where he he brings stun it with the crit. But his pistols are actually really good. He's got revolver fan, close work, refined, displace. So his his blaster pistols can push people back. Yeah, and then they crit fatal, and they're ten inch range, pierce two, and rate of attack two. So his his pistols are really good for a hundred points. His pistols are. Yeah. Ball's crazy good. Yeah. He's gambler, which could help, you know, especially if they have someone who's got a shrewd strategy. Yeah. The he's got he treasure brings, hunter of his own. Yep. I was uh, just saying he's got he bounces he's out that treasure hunter. So if you keep him around Lilith, he picks up plus one to grit, fight and mind. Uh and his fight is six already and jumps up to seven. His grit is five, so brings him up to six so that's not bad he's got rapport so if you want to bring along some civilians you can do that he's got hand hunter uh similar to helena and he's got favor to bold so if he wipes out the last model in an enemy unit he gains a plus one check let's see who else the rest of these wily coyote 
they spread them out all in here because they were. Yeah, that's how I was just trying to dig them out. <laughs> uh, so the Wraith, I've always liked the model. He, he, he actually keeps being improved. He suffered a bit in earlier card versions, but he's, he's coming back pretty strong now. For 110 points, he brings his own fortune, which is good. His pistols are kind of lame, but he's got a revolving shotgun. His shotgun is nasty. Shotgun is ammo so it's ammo clip length and is a torrent. So it, it's it's the template, but it's a linked template. Yeah. So you're getting that extra reroll. Ammo clip, you can bring brutal. I mean, he's, he's got the spray, but he don't have to pray. <laughs> right. So it's Pierce oh. 2 with a rate of attack of 1 and just bring brutal. But he can also throw down stun, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he can lay out stun to, to help with the dead or alive. He's got dying breath, which is really useful. Stone cold killer. He gets another action point if he destroys an enemy model. Uh, his limit of three still applies, but picking up extra action points is very useful if he can take someone out. He's mm-hmm. got trapper, so he can bring an additional booby trap. He's got gun down, so blast away. He can shoot into you know combat basically. He's death dealer. Each successful hit caused by this unit on an enemy unit that they are engaged with causes further automatic hit on that unit. So he's got a blade. He can basically hack and slash and just keep causing hits. Very nice. His blade is basic. So pierce one, rate of attack one. So it's like he has all these really good abilities with basic weapons. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that's so, what, that's why he, he he's just not quite as badass as he should be. If, if he still if he does a stone cold killer into a group of hands and knocks out multiple hands, is he picking up multiple action points? Yes, but his limit doesn't change. Ah, uh, gotcha. Right, so he can use those points to fuel the next hit if he still has limit available. Gotcha. Uh, so he the, yeah he could easily buff those out focusing them and uh doing the same action more than once if he's doing that he's he's finishes activation he may have extra points he can't spend yeah yeah (laughs) so just be glad there's no mana burn Uh, (laughs) okay so thomas state tobin he's got the golden pistol so right off the bat he's got a better pistol than the wraith that that pistol has ammo clip revolver fan close work He's brought a lasso of his own. Uh, he also has a golden rifle, which is also ammo clip, 20-inch range. So he's reaching out to touch somebody with ammo clip so he can throw brutal on it. Pierce 2, let's see. He also has stone, uh, stone, stone cold killer. If he goes in a lawman force, he can pick up dead or alive. He's got headhunter, uh, which is gain fortune if you, you, end, uh, you take out an enemy model with unique. See, that's really, really mean. If you have a bunch of uniques that you're fighting, he can really kind of pink away and gain all this fortune. But uh, he also is a trapper, so a little hard posse can bring a lot of traps if you want to. And he also picks up shoulder to shoulder. But he has to have another friendly model who also has a rule. Otherwise, it's uh, a waste. Right. Yeah, his downside is every, every attack is ROA 1. Right. Long tree. All right, so Longtree, he's the cheapest one of the group. He's only worth, costs you 75 points. It's a miracle he's not tainted. I'm not really sure what's up there about. He's got a, a blade with fatal on a crit. He's got a drug, he's got the drug pistol, 
which does stun, close work, and disorder. It's fatal on crit, 10-inch range. He has sawbones, which any friendly unit within five inches may reroll crit checks. Does not affect machine artifacts or structures, but sawbones is really nice. It does put a lot of survivability on some of these uh, his teammates. The downside is you got to be within five inches of him. Uh, so basically, you park him near the people you want to pick up that extra roll if you need it. He's a savant. So once per turn, he may spend one action point to select and examine up to two random cards in their opponent's hand of adventure cards. One of the chosen cards is discarded, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the, ooh, look at what you got. Oh, no, you don't. Okay, so Innervate, uh, for one action point, he can select non-legendary enemy unit within 12. That unit must pass a mind check. If that unit fails that check, that unit loses D5 fortune chips. So basically, it's you run them up to a boss and go, and drain their fortune. Yep. Basically, uh, he basically wearing a mask. he's a cheap jerk. <laughs> uh, okay so deadpool jim so so he's he's got a grenade that has stun and blast he's he also doesn't play softball he can only throw it six inches blade it's a it's a now a normal blade with a minus one and roa one i thought he was better than this he used to be better than Ah, that might he be He actually got hit with a nerf in 109. Okay. So he carries two swords, but he's only got one on the card. He carries two pistols, and they both stay. So he does have juice pistols, but they're juice pistols. They used to be better pistols. Now they're juiced. Revolver fan close work overcharge. 10-inch range, pierce two, rate of attack two. He is now undercover, so that's new. That, that was 1.09. So basically, he can, you know, come in from a reserve and hide away. Can't be attacked until he gets in into play. Okay. Uh, you know, the new undercover is you you deploy at least twelve inches from an enemy unit that cannot deploy into a transport unless it is within eight inches in line of sight. This unit cannot be nominated as an initial target of any attack by an enemy, a human enemy unless they first successfully pass a mind check. So basically your the opponent knows he's been dumped in the in into play and is like, ooh, I'm gonna shoot this guy. But first you have to make a mind check because you think he's a civilian and not mm -hmm. the enemy. So that's basically what that does. He ignores the fatal quality and negative piercing modifiers when taking grit checks. That power is impervious. Um Split shot, that means he can target different units with each die from the weapon's rate of attack in a shoot action rather than having to resolve them to shoot. And he gets to use revolver fan quality without using action points, so which is huge. Uh, he also has filtered lungs. And he's prodigious, so not bad, but he did get hit with the nerf. Yeah. So maybe, maybe this is not as much harder hitting as I thought it was going to be. No, there's not very many um, high pierce weapons. They used to mm -hmm. <laughs> when they were all in so previous forms. I think just because of some of the 
you know, the rule changes and stuff. I think I would look at taking Lilith in the in the generic outlaw posse, um, just because you have better options of of taking right. some of those hard hitting, you know, characters. Right now, one thing to consider is a lot of those models are are lower costing. True, they're not a lot of big high dollar uh, uh, rings. So her posse total with forcing to take all six, all you know, she's not that. I mean, it's still not. I, I'd love to do the math. I haven't done the math, so so I'm, it I'm almost not, might be the option of her taking that posse and then splitting it maybe with a beefier boss. Yeah, bringing in a second boss with her makes sense. Yeah. You're not going to get to 120 on their own. A partial fill out. Um, right. You're going to have to bring someone else because she can't fill. There is no way. Yeah. To fill this posse to a 120 without bringing another boss. Well, what what are we thinking here? Um, my heart says one thing, <laughs> but I think I, I think in in I think in theme versus theme, Helena and the Infernal Investigations comes on top, just based on knowing their powers and what yeah, they can do. I I, I agree because I think long term, long term game, the whole game, you know, for planning and 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 setting stuff up she's she's better suited to that where Lilith's posse is kind of everybody is a little more unique in 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 the way they work um yeah i kind of i kind of well I'm, you know ida's got pierce four 2020's got pierce four yeah jedrick's got pierce minus four <laughs> i mean there's a lot of pierce coming at a group that Pierce two is the highest other. Yeah. Except for the, the grenades that Lilith has, they're all running around with Pierce two or lower. Yeah. That that's going to help inch them ahead a little bit. The stun you all and everyone goes to lethal with melee is going to hurt. I mean, now granted they're they're I think they're both fantastic fun, you know, bosses to play with. Um, oh, yeah. And being a dice and card game, you never know what's going to happen. But when it comes to what's on the paper, yeah, I think Helena inches out a little bit. Uh, What do you think, Tom? I agree. I think that Helena inches out a bit. uh, Holy crap. I think this is the first time ever that we we are unanimous. I think all No, I, I think we were unanimous on Tesla. Were we? I think we were, and you weren't happy about it. What I didn't, I didn't vote the opposite way just out of spite. <laughs> you, want, you wanted it to be Eiffel so bad, and you just couldn't. Uh, you just couldn't. <laughs> I, I got them right here too. <laughs> so might be the second time. I, I I just think she edges her out. I think you know one on one. I think she's got uh, a couple of things that play in her favor with, with the rate of fire and with the with the treasure hunter, I think that really tilts it in her favor. Yeah. Every um, time, every time I see treasure hunter, I'm like, Ooh, where can I put them? <laughs> so Brian, you're asking before about the points cost for the posse. It's seven ninety five. Okay. So, Damn, that's that low. 60, 60 point difference. Okay. So yeah, this, yeah, this has probably got to be our closest one ever. Um, but yeah, just that, 
that little bit squeak. That's like one of those photo finish ribbon breaking pitchers, I think, with these yep. two. And, and and I think I would play, I would much rather play them together than against each other. <laughs> yeah, I think Lilith wants that too. So I, should I go get some music of why, why can't we be friends and play it in the background? Right. That, that's Lilith's uh, response because she knows she'd go down. Wow. <laughs> so she'd much rather play. I, nice I, don't, I don't know that I would say she knows she'll go down. Yeah. You know what, though? That would be, that would be a, close. a fun slap and hair pulling fight, though. <laughs> well, you bring it up. Helena's got the hair short, so there's not a whole lot of hair to grab. And uh, you know, yeah, Lilith compared is, to Lilith, she's, she's got, got that pretty long, long handle right there. <laughs> oh, then I think that's the tiebreaker right there. Yeah, it's right? the tiebreaker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Better grip. <laughs> now just imagine those two holding hair and spinning in the air. <laughs> well, all right. I think that's what we're gonna go with, and. As we've done in the past, we're going to put a poll up on Facebook as long as Facebook still lets me. I know there were some issues the last time I did it, and we'll let all the listeners vote on who they think is going to win in the, the, the showdown above the saloon. Not in the street, but above. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll go ahead and uh, get out of the showdown, our back to showdown. Well, all right. I, I think we're going to close out the show, right, guys? Yeah, I think yeah. we're, we're going to keep this one short and sweet to uh, get back into the, to the uh, swing of things. Yeah, yeah. And we mentioned before that, you know, it's, it's been a little bit of a dry spell for us. And we, we talked a little bit about, you know, well, let's try something different with the show. And uh, we wanted to try a little bit different format, like the shorter format. And uh, we actually thought of some other projects that we'd like to try for all you guys listening. And one of the things we came up with was doing kind of like a, a little posse build project that we may feature in further episodes where we talk about kind of what we want to, you know, we're thinking about building and then we may try to do some actual filming of, uh, you know, like a, the three of us all working on the same project, you know, and uh, painting and stuff like that. So Right. So uh, the, the goal is to do start to finish. All three of us have new new posses and we're going to go through. We'll we'll film us building, chatting yeah. about the posses, uh, the goal that we're going to go with on how we're going to play them. Uh, we're going to do go through the priming. We're going to go through yeah, something. Kind of relaxed and theme design, and and we're just gonna try to, you know, like a hangout. You know, we're gonna hang out and right. See what we can get with the film and the audio. See how it breaks out. Yeah, yeah. And then put it in packaging for you guys to watch and join us on our, you know, basically just Uh, open mic discussion. Your journey, Tom. My journey. <laughs> wait, journey. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna have a full uh, posse I can field. What? Oh man, <laughs> that is that that our goal, Brian, is to make sure he gets a full painted posse that he can play with, not a not a primer gray. Well, I mean, technically, I'm I'm working on. <laughs> oh, 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 that's right. <laughs> Ouch. 
<laughs> but that was that goal was I wasn't supposed to work on them unless he was actually working on something while we were doing that that that's why you got the, the, the iron the horse pants. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so I, I mean, I am not finished with them. Uh, I have <laughs> I, I I was working on Helena Miller's jetpack um exhaust. That was the last thing she needed. So, I've been working on it during this recording. But because it's very similar uh design uh or theme with the jetpacks, I'm also doing Lilith's at the same time. I thought it was fitting since we're doing those yeah. two gals. I, I think that's I just excellent. There. I, I, I will have to say that we got to call Tom out because we're recording over Zoom now. We're trying, we're really trying stuff different. And now we can see him. So when his mouth moves and we can't hear him, <laughs> we can call him out easier now. Awesome. <laughs> fantastic and just imagine time when we do start publishing these videos everybody's gonna call you out because they'll see it too you, you right. think i'm gonna edit that oh man <laughs> i can resist it it's I been a while <laughs> but i think that's gonna about do it for our back in the saddle episode um you guys thank you for listening we're hoping to try some new stuff for you guys, uh, more content in these days where things are a little slim. And, um, you know, you guys want to check out more stuff that we're doing, check us out on all the web places. Facebook, we haven't posted there for a while, but hopefully we'll start doing some more stuff again. Look for the, the little poll for our Smoke Wagon Showdown. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTubes. So we're all up on there. We got some old stuff if you guys are new to the show and want to check out some of the unboxings um, maybe our first attempt at video and brian's instructional video of painting that's up on there brian's painting and my thumb <laughs> <laughs> and of course if you guys have any questions or comments feel free to email us at blackhoofsaloon at gmail.com so we got any closing thoughts before we get out of here, guys? Uh, I, I've also been trying to be a little more engaged in Discord uh, lately. I've That's right. been keeping an eye on it a little bit more. So if you have anything to bring up there, if you have any suggestions, questions, we have a Black Hoof channel there uh, in Discord, or you can send me messages. Uh, I do check it, if not all the time. You know, at least I'm on there a few times a week. Yep, yep. We're we're pretty easily found. Uh, on the the interweb uh if you guys want to just reach out and you know say hey glad to hear you guys back i mean that kind of fuels us kicks us in the butt to keep going again but uh brian you got any closing thoughts before we get out of here uh yeah it was uh good to be back in the in the studio and or the saloon and can't wait to see some reactions to the showdown and yeah, uh, yeah. what comes next um oh if you haven't already seen it, the next pre-orders are scenic bases for your yeah. Wildwest Exodus uh, and Lost World Exodus models. Uh, there are four different variety and four different boxes. They are small and medium rounds, and don't don't feel uh, nervous teaming up with a buddy because yeah. they come in packages of sixties for the small and. 
36 for the medium. So if you can't use all of them, you probably have a buddy. Y'all can go have these in yeah, uh, and be able to outfit all your smaller posses. If you're like me and Eric and have plethora, you probably won't need to team up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be coming out soon. So look for that, you guys, on uh, War Cradle's website. Um, I think they're just in the distributor pre order right now so it'll be a little bit of time but they should be out soon but all right until next time guys i guess uh ride with the sun at your back and always roll those big crits we'll see you later come on brian give it to us it's been a while there it is (laughs) thanks for stopping by the black hoof saloon y'all we hope you enjoyed your visit Feel free to get a hold of us with comments or questions via the interwebs and shoot us a telegraph at blackhoofsaloon at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Music for the podcast was provided for use by Ross Bugden and can be found at one of his YouTube channels, Ross Bugden Music or Ross Bugden Composer. Until your next visit, Ride with the sun at your back and always roll those big crits. start uh how do i want to do this because we got the little news bit to put in there i'll just jump into it move my mic so i don't blast it and get a sip i'll throw it on mute so you don't get darth vader (laughs) don't forget to take it off (laughs) i will You know, we discussed the narrative and why we mentioned both of the cards, but we separate them by talking about what Cassandra. So it's kind of like a, it's not really a three-way showdown, but it does let everyone know. It's like, dude, you have two options. Yeah. With walks. A warrior nation walks. You can play her as the boss who has a theme, or you can play her as the face, and then you can up uh, under boss or up to a boss if you really want to use her as a boss. We could have them make. We could make them have a three-way. That would be. Oh my gosh! But what? I'm not putting that we've one got, in the outtake. We've we've got bush rangers hunting taint and. Oh my god! But this is too much. Oh my god! <laughs> I suppose during that you're going to be going. <laughs> Hey, they did it in Roger Rabbit. I don't see what's wrong with it now.